us a little bit about, um, so real estate is what you wanted to do with this inheritance money. So where did you start? Did you start single family? Did you start buying big buildings? Did you buy businesses? Tell me a little bit about that and why you decided that. <laughs> Hello, everyone. We're Jacqueline and Melvin Landry, and we welcome you to our podcast, Get Diversified. Throughout these series, we'll cover all the topics and questions you have about investing in apartment buildings, storage facilities, and mobile home parks. Being knowledgeable in these areas will help you feel more comfortable about investing. Apartment investing equals building wealth. Building wealth equals financial freedom. Achieving financial freedom allows you to spend your time with building memories with your loved ones. Let's face it, time is the one element in life that is limited, and you don't want to waste it. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Get Diversified. In case you don't know me, my name is Jacqueline Landry. I'm going to be your host today on this very special episode with Karen Singh. Um, we are going to talk today about a book that we are both co-authors in. The book is right here. It's called Real Women in Real Estate, and we are super excited for Karen to be able to talk to you about her chapter in the book and listen to this title guys it's to be empowered the mindset the struggle and the journey so we're going to spend the next 20 minutes or so kind of talking through that and letting karen tell her story and get a little bit more in depth about her chapter in the book so welcome to our show karen thank you thank you jacqueline for having me Yes, for sure. It's it's my pleasure. We really appreciate the, the time. So I want to get jump jump right into this. So um, what inspired you to name your chapter what what it is? Well, you know, it, it, it inspired me. Uh, the the empowerment first women empowerment, right? That that's to be empowered because I I became empowered through the challenges and my upbringing, right? So that empowered me to be where I am today. And, you know, the struggle, everything is a journey, Jacqueline. Everything is a journey. Everything that you do, uh, the end is not, is not the finality. It's, it's the journey getting there, exactly. right? Exactly. It's arriving, it, arriving at it. And so I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, and I, you know, I had a hard, you know, upbringing, right? Uh, my dad was killed in 1984. Uh, and so that kind of catapulted my life uh, to where it is today. Uh, my mom uh, didn't want to raise three kids. You know, I have a twin brother and a younger brother, which you'll read in the book. And she didn't want to stay in New York because, you know, we would be mostly by ourselves. So she moved us to Colombia. She's uh, from Cartagena. Uh, it's in the coast of Colombia. And we were there for a year. But you see in Colombia, uh, after sixth grade, there is no public schools. Everything goes private. Mm. So if you don't have money, you, 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 you don't have an education in Colombia. So uh, we were tutored for that year. And, you know, the, the, the education system in Colombia is obviously very different 
uh, even the way you divide is different from the United States. So uh, we, we struggled and it, it was, you know, we didn't really take it serious. And so while we're, you know, living our life in Colombia, my mom is, you know, on the other side as a mom should be, okay, what am I going to do? I can't raise my kids here. So yeah. she, in 1986, she just came out of nowhere and, uh, and before the summer came, she's like, well, we're now we're moving to Puerto Rico. And we were like, what? And, uh, wow. so we moved to Puerto Rico. And even though, uh, I knew of Puerto Rico, I didn't know, you know, if it had roads, if there was cars, like I was totally naive of what Puerto Rico was right because so all we knew when were you at the time I was 14 14 oh what I age. was 14 I was 14 uh very rebellious you know uh too many changes in such little time right so uh uh it was tough so then you know finally we moved to Puerto Rico and we 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 got acclimated went to school and you know I I began my life there I made one of my best friends are, are from Puerto Rico. And, um, but you see Puerto Rico started, uh, okay. So I, I did my psychology. I did my counseling. Uh, I did my master's de degree in counseling. And then after I finished, I was like, so what am I going to do? You know, um, I didn't want to stay in Puerto Rico because I felt like I didn't really belong there. You know, I was like, I, I need to go back to New York or I need to go, somewhere where it's more like you know not all spanish speaking and you know like more my culture right and so yeah. um so I can i ask you a question there sure so what, how, how did you get to from like barely having an education in colombia to moving to puerto rico and getting two degrees like how, how were you even able to do that from from a mindset standpoint well, you know, my family in Colombia, and thank you for asking that question. In Colombia, my family, my mom's side, they're all doctors, uh, dentists, they're architects. Um, they're very accomplished people. And, and I would see that, you know, my, my cousins were in university. Uh, and I was like, wait a second, you know, I could be something. I could be something in my life, you know, uh, and so I, and, and this is just me in my mind as a 14 year old, you know, I'm seeing all of this and little did they know they planted a seed in my brain. Yeah, that's great. And they always say, right, power of proximity, right? If, if you're surrounded by people that are successful and that show you there's a way out or there's a way that's better or there's a higher being or whatever it is you're so influenced by the people that you hang around with. So God bless them. That's awesome. And, and the, the funny thing is, uh, Jacqueline, when I moved to Puerto Rico, I wasn't around good people, you know, because when you leave your house, you need to survive out there. So I used to hang out with a lot of the wrong people, the wrong crowd, mm. but my mindset was always very clear right? I am going to college. I am going to get my degree and I'm going to further my education as far as I could go. Right. And so that was always in the forefront of my mind. It didn't matter who I was around. I knew that I was going to be someone, right? So I didn't let my current environment deter from 
my future and my vision of what I wanted in my life. Wow, that, that's uh, amazing at 14 that you can do that. I always kind of talk about um, people that are on, you know, that, that have, that are on affordable housing, right. And then their kids end up being on affordable housing and the, the cycle keeps continuing and continuing until there's somebody that breaks the cycle or somebody that can get out of that cycle, right. And see better. And that's amazing that you were able to do that. Not a lot of people can do that. So, all right. So fast forward us to, you decided to leave Puerto Rico because you wanted a little bit more diversity, Correct. And so we, I, uh, I was between New York and Miami and then New York, uh, the education, uh, system, uh, oh, because I, I had started my master's in New York, right? I didn't say that part, but then I ended up finishing it in Puerto Rico cause it was just too much for me in New York. Right. But so when I decided to move to New York, uh, the education system was just going down and there was no jobs for counselors. Actually, schools were closing. So I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? So then my then, you know, boyfriend who became my husband, he's like, well, let's go to Miami. And everybody's like, oh, Miami's just like New York. You're going to love it. And so that's what I did. I moved to, New to Miami, uh, got pregnant three months after, uh, <laughs> you know, got married, all of that. And then I started in healthcare. Awesome. And that in healthcare, you know, I, I, I became a, a operations manager, manage healthcare centers. Uh, but you know, Jacqueline, um, I always felt like I needed more, like there was more to life than leaving your skin in a W2. Right. And, and working for corporate and really like burning yourself for these corporations and they don't, they don't care at the end of the day. At the end of the day, you're just a number and it's reality. Yeah. And my, my husband always say, honey, you could be replaceable no matter who you are, how hard you work. And I go, really? Me be replaceable? But it's, <laughs> it's totally true, right? I mean, at the end of the day, they're running a business and are going to try to get the most out of it and don't really care about it, you know, care about, you know, your you personally. And, you know, when you see it from a business perspective, it is what it is. You know, you want to save your business. You want your business to have the best people. You want your business to have, you know, people that are going to help you run it as is, as if it was their own. Right. But the downfall is when you're in these businesses that, you know, they want you to just do everything, but they don't want to pay you. Right. Right. So, uh, I said, no, you know, so, uh, we got some inheritance money, from my mom, right. From, from Colombia. And I, and I said, well, you know, let's buy real estate. Wow. My, so where did you get that inspiration from? Let's buy real estate. That's like out of the blue. Looking around, looking around Jack in, in New York homes, you know, of course I always went back to New York in the summers and you could see, you know, I saw, Again, is the people you're around. My my friends' parents, you know, they owned these homes. They rented the basements, the first, and they were making money. Yeah. I'm seeing all these things as an 18-year-old, 19-year-old, you know, but I continue my life. I'm not seeing what's in front of my face, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm not, I'm not, that clarity is not coming in, right? Because even though I had the right people that, like mentors, 
but they were mentors that didn't know they were my mentors. So I didn't have yeah. someone to tell me, Karen, look, this is what you need to be doing. You know what I mean? So that yeah. never happened. So, you know, my, my upbringing was very different. I didn't really have, I had somebody that, te that taught me, well, work hard, but I didn't have people that were renting out, you know, basements in their apartment or um, really great, educated, highly educated folks around me. I had a lot, right? But not enough for me to say, hey, or maybe that did influence me and I just, just didn't see it because I went on to get a good education, but I was fine. I was fine with where I was in corporate America. Mm -hmm. But this isn't my story. It's, it's yours. But eventually, yeah. Bob went on, right? Um, almost a year ago and when I left corporate America. So go ahead and talk to us a little bit about, um, so real estate is what you wanted to do with this inheritance money. So where did you start? Did you start single family? Did you start buying big buildings? Did you buy businesses? Tell me a little bit about that and why you decided that. <laughs> so I bought a single family home. It was in 2013. Uh, it was in Miami in Liberty city. Uh, I bought it for 95,000. Uh, it was a 2009 built. So it was pretty new at the time, right? It was a three, two. And, uh, and my mom and my ex-husband thought I was crazy. I said, you know, this is going to make money. You know, you just, you have to wait. It, it's, you know, the economy is going to go up. It's, it, you know, since the 1920s, like I'm seeing all this throughout my life. Right. And I said, I know it's going to make money. And it did, right? Ten years later, of course, it took a minute. But, you know, I sold it in 2021 for 357000 right? Mm. So I, I made a little money, right? But I, I, couldn't, I couldn't scale, right? Because even during that time, I was getting a divorce. My, my, my credit went to crap. Life, life happened, right? Yeah. And so no matter how much I tried to get the, the equity out of the house to buy another house, uh, my credit was, was a problem mm. at that time. And, and, and again, I didn't have the right people around me to, to tell me, well, you could do this or you could go around that, you know, and, yeah. and that I didn't have that. I didn't yeah. have that. And so um, I ended up selling the house. Uh, during that time, I remarried. I met my my current husband. He's from Trinidad, and he's an HVAC. He he, you know, loves you know fixing. He does a little bit of everything, right? Electricity, plumbing, uh, but his major skills are in air conditioning. And so we were like, you know, let's buy, right? Let's. So we started looking for duplexes, sixplexes. Uh, and every time we walked one, he's like, you know, the, the cost too much for what we're going to be putting in. Yeah. And I just got like, so like deterred. And I was like, okay, uh, let me go, let me check into multifamily. Right. And then that's when it kind of really like my, my mind just, I, I went on Facebook. I started getting in all these groups, uh, rain, the BRR, and I started learning. Wow. But so again, so I need to rename your chapter to the curious mind, <laughs> early age, um, curious, curious minds. Because um, without that curiosity, Karen, you wouldn't be where you are today. So let's let's fast forward. So you you started buying, you know, instead of single families, you started buying smaller, smaller multifamilies and 
or you were thinking about it, right? Correct. Correct. Did you end up going through with it? So I ended up going to a summit, a Grand Cardone summit. And, and he said these words, you're going to go out there again. You're going to leave here today, Sunday, and you're going to keep trying to pull this game by yourself. And you can't, right? And he says, you're going to open the door to your house and you're going to go right back to your life. And you're going to go right back to trying to figure this out. And you can't. And I, and I feel like he was talking to me so directly. And I was like, oh, no. So I went and I pulled the trigger. I got into the club. I paid $20,000, $25,000. And I got into the club. And that has opened doors that you can't imagine, including you, which I'm so grateful for you. <laughs> uh, and... And since then, you know, I, I've joined all kind of different groups, women's groups, other, you know, communities. Um, I've been to virtual summits, live summits, uh, underwriting, right? I've, I'm learning underwriting. I, uh, there's this group called Sunbelt. They do underwriting, <coughs> practicing every single day at 930 in the morning. Wow. So I was in it every day. I still am. When now, I, when I have time, I go in, you know. And and uh, so I got into my first limited partnership in a 320 unit uh, in Dallas. I am the co-author with you in this book. I am currently in my 20. I, I uh, this this group is called Titans. Okay. And Brad Piquette. And uh, this, uh, her name is, uh, they call her uh, Red Coat. I don't know her name, her name, but it's called the 20 day shift. We started this two days ago. And I have to tell you, Jacqueline, everything is manifested. I don't know if you know this, but everything has been showing up to me. Facebook, Instagram, uh, Brad, in, in the groups. Uh, you have to make a vision board. You have to manifest what you want in your life. You have to live it, breathe it, even if it hasn't happened. You have to create these impossible goals, right? And you have to manifest them as if they're happening right now. I and love it. I couldn't believe that, but you know what? I'm in the, I'm in, uh, this is part of my journey and I'm not going back. And I'm so I am, as we speak, I'm manifesting what I want in my future, what I want my life to be. And so he teaches you the protocol, what you have to do every morning. Your health is something very important as well, right? Because if you don't have health, then you can't have any of this. Yep. So let, let me let me stop you there and sort of try to wrap this up a little bit. Um, so what is your why? So I know you're manifesting like the future, but what keeps you motivated? Holy cow, since you were 13, so you lost your dad, you, you moved all around the, the, the country, you moved to different countries, but you still seen something better and you're still seeing and manifesting that future right now. So what, what is your why? Like what, what motivates you on a day-to-day -day basis and have you keep coming back to those daily underwriting classes, um, <laughs> so on and so forth? And look at that deal. Um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you my why is my children. My, my, my why is to make a difference 
to all these women, you know, because I'm, I'm very pro-woman, right? Um, it's hard for us out there, right? We're, we're still the underdog. And I, and I, and I hate even saying those words, right? And I, and I believe that we have to bring our women up. We, we have to show them the way as we, as we're getting there, right? Or, or if you're already super accomplished, right? Um, so my why is my children and, and the women, but what motivates me every single day is I don't, I'm not a conformist. I can't conform to where I am today. I can't conform to where I am because this is not where I want to be. So when I wake up in the morning and I don't want to get up or I don't want to go to the gym, I don't want to look at deals. I don't want to get on a Zoom call. <laughs> I look around and I'm like, you know, I don't want to be in this shit. This is not, this is not my life. Yeah. I want a better life. And I haven't gone through all these all these sacrifices and, and this journey to stop now, right? So that I motivate myself, you know, when I start feeling down and gloomy, and that's why I'm in this 21 day shift, right? Because you have to, you have to continue. I have to continue. Yep. So yep. even though my why is my children, my daily motivation has to come from me. And, yep. and it comes from me from looking around and from seeing, you know, people that are working it every day, right? Uh, what's his name? Giggins, uh, uh, David Giggins. Uh, I think that's his name. This guy is, you know, he's a monster. He wakes up every day, three o'clock in the morning, and he jogs, you know, I don't know, 50 miles. I mean, this guy is incredible. And, you know, when you see people that have, you know, disabilities, this, that, the other, like, why can't I do it? Yeah, you know, exactly. get out of my ass and let's do it. You know, and exactly. that's what I do. <laughs> All right, so so let's let, let's let's fast forward to the future. So I know we're having a um, second series of this book or a second volume of this book coming out in spring, and I know that you are not going to be part of this book because mm -hmm. you want to have a lot to write about. But here's what I would like. Um, I want to have you back on the show um, whenever you're ready for us to tell all of the viewers kind of about this 21 day, um, ex you know, um, journey that you're on. And I want to understand what's on your vision board. Yes. Um, and, and then and then how you're actually going to going to going to keep on that. Right. And how you're going to continue to motivate yourself, because as time goes by, as we all know, it gets harder and harder to keep the momentum and the excitement and all of that good stuff up. So promise me you'll be back on the show um, whenever you're ready. It could be next summer. Um, but um, I think our users, our, our viewers are going to want to hear like, where, where is Karen, you yes. know, a, a year from now, eight months from now. Um, so let's, um, let's end this. Karen, if somebody wants to find you and connect with you because maybe you touch them, um, you know, personally with your story, how can, how can people find you? They could find me. Uh, I'm a travel agent as well. They could call, they could contact me at Karen.Singh at cruiseplanners.com or they could find me on Instagram uh, KDS916, uh, or they could find me on LinkedIn. Awesome. Karen, awesome. they could find me on LinkedIn. Uh, this weekend, I'm going to the Rod Cleef Boot Camp. 
right in november i'll be speaking on stages so be that you know this is ongoing like we have to continue to keep ourselves uh current right yes. so that's where that's where we're going that's awesome well karen i appreciate your time um we'll 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 be in in contact we'll be at the at the panel right so i'll see you, you for having me, a month or so ago and love you and, and keep up the great spirits okay. and and we'll we'll talk soon all right thank you thank have a you. nice day